white. It's classically black on the track. Bust down Bakiana. Bust down Bakiana. Hey. Shout out to JS Bach, JC, CPE, all of y'all. Hey, hey, let's go. Bust down Bakiana. Bust down Bakiana. I want to see you bust down. Right a few. We know that thing slap. That thing slap. Counterpoint. Yeah, you perfected that. Perfected that. Caught a few. Pray. Blue. Sarah. Bond. Bust it down on the gang. Bust down Bakiana. Bust down Bakiana. I want to see you bust down. Right a few. We know that thing we slap. We know that thing slap. Counterpoint. Yeah, you perfected that. Bust it, bust down, bust it, bust it, bust it, bust down on the game. Welcome to the show, Castiana. Hey. All music revealed to Rihanna. Well, nah, not no Wagner, Rihanna. And definitely not no Debussy, Rihanna. Nope. Ew. It's Katie and Delaney. Podcast and Queens, we make SoundCloud go crazy. Stepped on the scene, Price. Divorce Jack, Black Girls, Classic Music. Yeah, that's classically black. Your teacher told you practice, Iana. Do your Third, six, and that can share, though, Iana. Walton. Slay Mozart for that audition, Iana. Baya, baya, on that panel, Iana. Black musicians, yeah, we taking this thing taking back. This thing Less back. than 4%, nah, we changing that. Brown faces pulling up to your orchestra. Hey. Snatch your edges for the culture, yeah, we told you. We making a difference, Iana. Black people, yeah, we play that back, Iana. So get your money and your tickets, Iana. The Met, Kodak Hall, we taking over, Iana. Hey, hey. bust down by Kiana. Bust down by Kiana. I want to see you bust down. Write a few. We know that thing slap. That thing slap. Counterpoint, yeah, you perfected that. Perfected that. Takata, Buke, Prate, Luke, Sarah, Bomb, bust it down on the game. Bust down by Kiana. Bust down by Kiana. Hey, I want to see you bust down. Write a few. We know that thing we slap. We know that thing slap. <laughs> Counterpoint, yeah, you perfected that. Mm. Bust it. Bust down. Bust it. Bust it. Bust it. Bust down on the game. Hey y'all, it's Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With Blueface Baby playing in the background. Bust down, Bakiana. If this is the last time we talk to you, we completely understand. Um, however, um, this week we're talking about things that are in trend, you know, talking about news and stuff. So we thought it would be appropriate to... Do what's in trend right now. Everybody remixing. Everybody. Uh, Tatiana, what's your favorite Tatiana remix? I feel like mine is YG's, but also that I feel like that's the first one I listened to. So I don't know, but also really like Young Amaze. Yeah, Young Amaze is certainly my favorite. I want to like Cardi B's, but it's I too don't. much. Like it's very vulgar. And you know, Cardi B is not, you know, a PG rapper. You know, I completely understand yeah. that. But it's like it's a lot even yeah. for me i would even listen to it the first time i was like you good sis like right and you know what is weird though because i listened to young and maze and young and maze has young quite and- a few things in it as well but i don't know something about maybe it's combined with like the video yeah, and everything maybe that's cardi's i just don't it's just it's a bit much for me <laughs> so for those of you who are completely lost so uh tatiana which i don't even know what that's supposed to be a little thought i don't know yeah and, and i think that's supposed to be like a play on tatiana and then like calling her oh okay yeah like this the rapper Blueface baby who used to be lenny's favorite um he wasn't my favorite rapper i just thought he was he had potential yeah like like <clears throat> face wise because mm-hmm. he has a really nice looking face he covered it with terrible tattoos which which i still is, don't understand the fascination with that i just you look dumb but anyway yeah he wrote a song called tatiana and everyone's been remixing and actually if you look up tatiana like you can't it's hard to find his original yeah. because everyone like Nicki minaj who i don't i didn't mind her remix it was i thought it was okay mm-hmm. but you know I, and like you know young amaze has to be good if i think 
Young Maze is better than Cardi. Yeah, like, Young um, Maze, Cardi B, designer. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard designers. I, saw, I heard it on Instagram, and he was doing the dance, and he was doing it terribly. Okay. But <laughs> I'm surprised designer's still alive. I'm not like... I'm like I'm surprised he's not dead. Mm-hmm. Just like I haven't heard him since yeah, Panda. Yeah, me neither. You know? Like that's when I saw it come up. I was like, oh, designer. Designer's designer. like my age. Is he really? Yeah, he's like my age. I think he was. Uh, he might have been 19 when Panda came out, so he's a little bit older than me. Because Panda was 2016. Yeah, okay. Maybe well. 2015. Okay. End really. of 2015. You know what? I remember that because yeah. at grad night, I was a senior in high school when. So it was 2016. Yeah, because I I it was popular when I was teaching public. School. So I think he was 18, probably then. Mm. So he's around my age, maybe a year older than me. Yeah. But um, everyone's from remixing it, so we like you my could too. <laughs> I mean, bust down, Bakiana. Yeah. What you want? <laughs> <laughs> so let us know what you think about it. We'd love to hear it. What you think? Um, so all right. Well, before we move on to the news, I just want to ask you: Are you excited, sister? About about the reunion? The reunion? The Joe Bros. Girl, what's the news <laughs> this week? <laughs> You're not excited that the Joe Bros are getting back together? Not really. Are you kidding? I, and I heard like, I heard via other news because I get most of my news from the shade room. Mm-hmm. In the shade room, no post about the Jonas Brothers. Oh, yeah, I bet. So, um, I ain't feeling no type of way. I can't even remember. Oh, you were in high school though when Jonas Brothers were at their peak. Yeah, because I was in middle school, and so everybody's like, "I want Nick. Nick is mine. Yeah. I want Joe." What you mean? Yeah. I remember. And the only time I can remember from them, like you said, I've been to the year three thousand, but love bug. Burning up, oh yeah, burning up. Burning I up. Can't, was I can't sing. Burning up. Burning up was. I just. I'm excited. I mean, I won't be going to a concert or anything if they have one. But also, Nick glowed up. Now oh, he's the Nick front is man. So beautiful. He, listen, my friend asked me, "Is it one boy, one white boy that you would risk it all for?" I said, "It have to be Nick Jones." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm excited. One out of all the white boys, that's the one, that's the one you will risk it all for. I think so. I can't really think of another one. Yeah, I mean, like, risk it off. Because he's all, unproblematic. Yeah, he's, for now. You know, yeah. So, I mean, so. I'm not risking it off for anybody's I mean, yeah, so. but like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, like, as just, like, as a yeah. bigger speech, I was like, yeah, Nick Jonas, he the one. I'm, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm glad you're excited. We're going to a concert? You just said you weren't going to a concert. Well, I mean. No, I'm I, not. I tr- it's on me. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> All right, y'all. So as you can tell from the title of the episode called Trending Now, uh, we are going to spend this week talking about news that we have archived, but we weren't able to get to. So it's going to be a whole episode full of news and some more surprises, you know, more than what you already had. <laughs> so um, buckle up. Not get really. ready for the trash. It's not trash. What? It's not trash. Well, it's not all trash. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's some trifling things you already know we better talk about. No, I cannot wait for that. Let's go, baby because girl. That, that has been circulating. I know, right? The shade room might might post it soon. Can you imagine? You <laughs> scrolling <laughs> right next to a post about Twenty One Savage. I feel like ninety five percent of their following would be like, "What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like, you know, the comments there. Because it's such an obscure story, too. Not even just the fact that it's from the Strad, but just, like, an obscure, like, story. South Korean violin competition. They're probably, they have competitions for violin. <laughs> <laughs> In South Korea. <laughs> and, like, you know, the comment sections be brutal. So, they be like, slow, slow news, news day today, y'all? Like, y'all ain't got nothing about. <laughs> the Kardashians ain't do nothing y'all can talk about. Ooh, Chile. Oh, my goodness. So, um. Let's jump in. Right. Uh, so, first piece of news, I'm sure... 
so many people I've heard that Andre Previn uh, recently passed away at the age of 89 um, on Thursday, February 28th. He was at home, um, hopefully with his family. But yeah, hopefully. Yeah. So um, if y'all don't know, I mean, he's an incredibly famous composer and pianist. And um, he some some notable things he's done throughout his life. He was the music director of the Houston and Pittsburgh symphonies and the Los Angeles Philharmonic. Um, and he was the principal conductor of the London Symphony and the Royal Philharmonic Orchestras. Uh, he also won four Oscars for his uh, film work and 10 Grammys for his film, Jazz and Classical Recordings. 10 Grammy? 10? Right. Like, um, and he also got the Lifetime Achievement uh, Prize from the Grammys in uh, 2009. And he was also awarded with the Kennedy Center Honor in 1998. Come on, 1998, stand up. Birthday year. Girl, <laughs> I was a full grown adult. I was playing. <laughs> you were? I mean, I was five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now you got people, listeners telling their five year olds, time for you to get a job. Can you imagine? <laughs> it's an application. They do it in crayon. <laughs> you said crayon? Yeah. <gasps> what? <gasps> You're not even from the South. Say it again. <laughs> what are you talking about say it again a crayon oh, okay that that time was different a crayon. I, you, I use you know both. what you're doing no i use what both. You mean both one of them is a word and one of them's not <laughs> a crayon berry <laughs> Man, i tell you okay so i went to eastern music festival last summer and this one dude we were talking and whatever and he said he was saying that him and his mom, I think, dressed up as crayons for and for for Halloween. And he was talking, and I had him repeat the sentence over and over again because this I had never heard anybody <laughs> say crayon before. So I was I I was like, what are you yeah, talking about? I think I say I'm pretty sure I say because when you when you question me, you were like a what? And then what happened was I wasn't trying to be fake. The the a box of crayons came up in my in my mind. I'm like a crayon, and then right. he's like. But I said crayon. Crayon? When he said crayon, I was like, I, I was like, what is he saying? Like, I had never heard anybody say it, so I wasn't trolling him. I was trolling you, but I wasn't trolling him. And so we went, and this one girl, she was like, I was waiting for you to realize that he was saying crayon. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, a crayon? But you really say crayon? You walk around saying crayon? I mean, I don't be like crayon. <laughs> like, I don't stress it. Like, crayon. Crayon. That sounds more ratchet to me than crayon. I'm not ratchet. I don't think that crayon sounds ratchet. It's a just crayon? Not, I don't think that crayon sounds ratchet. I think that it's just not what it's called. <laughs> like a crayon. Now I'm going to be thinking about that for no reason. A crayon. We should a, do a whole episode. How you pronounce this word? <laughs> it's crayon. Well, yeah. That's how you pronounce the Y. But some people be like crayon. I'm like this. <laughs> crayon. Yeah. Crayon grape. Crayon, crayon juice. Cranberry. Crayon, crayon apple juice. Be crayon. Yeah, you have crayon. You have a blue crayon. You have crayon apple. Which one you want? All right. Yeah, my friend says pen for pen. It's wild. People what are, you say? People say anything. Pen? Pen. P-E-N is P-I-N. How do you say How do you say pen? I say pen. Pen? I say pen. Pen? <laughs> oh, I think I say pen. You say pen? <gasps> it's even. a pen. It's a pen. P-E-N. But that N. That is so minute. Like what you're saying to me is so minute. You're halfway between pen and pan. And it's so it's so small that like I just don't even like I can kind of hear it. it. Pen. 
<gasps> I can't believe you say pen. That's what it is. It's, it's, a, it's a pen. A pen. Yes. There you go. All right. <laughs> can, can you press me that? Pen. I'm, the, if y'all could see the way for her freaking <laughs> face look. A, all the, uh, what's these things in your neck frowning up? Because <laughs> that's how you do that. A pen. A pen. A pen. Pass me a pen. A pen. A Not pen. a pen. My friend Maggie says pen. pen. Like, like. I get, I get flack for saying monster. Cheese? Nope. <laughs> like, monster. like Mucinex? Yeah. Mucinex monster. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> you should get flack for that. You should get everything. And you come for me for crayon? Monster? Monster. I know. Oh, monster. Monster. But you're not going to come for me talking about, oh, because the English language don't make no sense anyhow, so. That is true. <laughs> that is true. People be looking at us like, so this is what y'all dealing with? And I did say, I was just, this, I'm not even going to say the other word because I was just straight up pronouncing it wrong. But also, I don't know. What is it to say? It's embarrassing. Oh, okay. You can tell me. That's that's the other episode. That's but I know that monster. Like, I don't know. Monster? This monster I know, cheese. I know. You can't do that. Monster. Monster? I don't know. No, but I've heard you say Mucinex monster. Maybe when it, maybe it depends. I feel like so many things depend on like where you're from and the way. Cause I, cause even when I hear myself talking to a podcast, I'm like, how are I like, you know, really, that sounds the same to me. I mean, I don't, my voice doesn't sound different, but like when I hear myself talk for an ex- extended amount of, of time, mm-hmm. I can hear like, like just the difference in my voice and your voice like you could tell mm-hmm. not that we have accents but like a, a little bit like yeah. you know i mean also i say words differently because you know i have a jamaican upbringing so i'll be saying whatever sometimes mm-hmm. like some words i'll be well i'm interested in that kind of stuff that's why when you you be like people say things differently delaney i'm like i'm not even calling you i'm just like hmm, that's interesting <laughs> like jamaican's pomegranates it's there's it's a whole word. or what do you say there's another word that you say shucks i can't remember you were looking you looked at me crazy it was so oh dang now it's gonna bother me dang we gotta go back well i don't, I don't know yeah but I, sometimes and like i know it's like whatever that's how jamaica said and i say it anyway i mean i want to say pomegranate at the grocery store mm-hmm. looking for a pomegranate but jamaica's cucumber i'm like that's not how you say it <laughs> <Cucumber>. <laughs> jamaica's are so extra shout out to Viola. the jamaica's Viola yeah. and Bass. <laughs> We're moving on. What is rest in peace? <laughs> <laughs> what did all this come from? Cause I said I said something about being five years old. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like right in with Cran, and we just took that around with it. But you know I love words. So Cran, I'm not gonna start saying crayon. Now my mouth all crayon, all elongated for what? For, Meanwhile, for you a, have me saying pen. Because <laughs> who says pen? It's pen. A pen is a stick. Like a stick such a minute pen. Different. You don't hear how minute that is. It is, but it's bothersome. A, a stick pen, I write with a pen. I mean, yeah. I acknowledge that. I'm just saying. This is how I say the word. <laughs> okay, Munster pen. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that could be a combination of things. You'll never know if I'm saying it. <laughs> Monster pen that I write with a crayon. Crayon. <laughs> from monster. <What> a cucumber. <laughs> from monster. You know how you say banana? pomegranates. All right. <laughs> That's gonna be our last thing before we move on to the next story. This has been like um, at least twenty minutes. You know how you say banana in Japanese? How? Banana. Why are you so tickled? 
That's not like how you say pineapple in, in French. I don't know. Uh-huh. And they say banana. Banana. Thought that was interesting. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's move on. <laughs> right. It's for way too long. Um, okay, that's transforming into a linguistics podcast. You'll be like, listen, y'all already been pushing it. <laughs> Linguistically black podcast. <laughs> pin, pin, pin. <laughs> pin, pin, pan, pan, pan. All right. So, um, whew. Um, recently, a man named Morris Robinson, Robinson uh, went public about the South Florida Symphony failing to pay his friends for a production um, that they recently did of Porgy and Bess, which is an all black opera. Um, and he called on the orchestra to stop mistreating black performers. So basically, they did this all black opera. You already in Florida. Y'all should have been Indiana, Florida, Mississippi, no shade. Y'all should have mm-hmm. been on your P's and Q's. <laughs> <laughs> so basically these performers got to the end of that performance and of course they're where's my check at hmm. and no check to be to be found so um feeling i've felt before <laughs> but i won't say too much start going to no i'm just kidding shout out to the people who know what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> coincidentally that's our next story no i'm just kidding <laughs> could you <laughs> I ain't, I ain't that messy. I'm messy. I ain't that messy. So, um, he, ex- like, he explicitly called on them saying, stop mistreating <laughs> black performers. Um, and, you know, people love to be like, y'all make everything about race. And y'all this country was about- founded on racism. It is about race. <laughs> Go to a different country. Right. And I was thinking about that. And I was like, I'm just saying that it's worth noting that I haven't heard anything about this orchestra having issues paying any, anyone else until exactly, y'all put on an exactly. all black opera. And you can't, you can't possibly think that like people aren't going to put stuff together and be like, what's the only thing else that it could be? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's ridiculous. So, cause someone took to, to Facebook, um, his name is helmet Camille Fisher. Look, when you, when you show me this comment, like I've, he, he low key problematic because he always be in the comments talking out his neck. For real? Yeah, I've seen his. I've seen I've him seen before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, he wanted them. Well, um, apparently he's an artist manager. Um, some you know he ain't managing black people. Right. I hope not. I mean, if he is, then y'all not getting paid because he obviously don't care. But he commented on this story and said, "Black racists." Stop there. <laughs> <laughs> Racism is a wet fire. (laughs) (laughs) Black people cannot be racist. We can be prejudiced. We can be black people can be hateful. Black people can be ignorant, but we cannot be racist. It's literally about power. (laughs) Y'all took us from where we were and said, "Come here and work for free." Oh, y'all are so loud! <laughs> oh my god, I want to go. I'm ready. To, I'm ready. To, I just can't. I don't want to talk about this no more. Let's go, sister. I'm going, I'm going to bed, sister. That was Thank only the, <laughs> only the first two words of his wonderful message. Oh my god! Because people really think that black people could be racist. Black racism. What's the other one? Reverse race. Oh, that's a great one. Oh, I love that one. I could. I should get that on a t-shirt. Reverse racism. Y'all are pathetic. <laughs> This ain't no boomerang. No, y'all. Ugh. Black race. I got 
oh my goodness I just this is just bringing me back to the days of Facebook arguments and that sort of thing when back when I entertained that sort of stuff oh, girl, you had now time I just day. I mean yeah I was not doing anything yeah. I was in high school middle school high school early high school because I stopped uh entertaining that probably when I was halfway through high school mm-hmm. because now I just log off because why who has the time exactly. to be mad over nothing like I mean not to be mad over nothing but people who are nothing exactly. to me in my life yeah. you know um but this is just bringing back all kind of memories from that that i thought i had suppressed but anyway back to black racists <laughs> i didn't know we were doing fairy tales this episode <laughs> unicorns <laughs> centaurs oh that's the wrong one bigfoot <laughs> we should have had this playing in the background is that oh, Schumann, yes. that's fairy tales. Fantasy. <laughs> fantasy <laughs> you're annoying <laughs> That piece goes. It does. Yeah, that's Market Builder. Ain't that what it is? Isn't that what it translates to? Market Builder and Fantasy Stuck, I think, are two different pieces. Don't they trans- but they're both lit. Wait, hold on. That's going to drive me crazy. Because. I thought Mark and translates to um Oh maybe it does, but I just know that he also has a finish his stuff. Here's my Eastman education working for me. <laughs> you imagine. <laughs> Tell me what it means. <laughs> yeah, fairy tale pictures. Oh, okay. Woo, Chile. I was so nervous and it's a VLP. <laughs> <laughs> now, now Mr. Taylor, I heard that it works talking about your name. <laughs> I just thought you was talking about the fantasy stuff because it works for either piece. And I messed up because at first I sang a different piece by Shulon, but then I, I but that, yeah, that's when you sang. No, I sang this other horn thing. Oh, yeah. No, his adagio and allegro is what I sang first. Oh, and then I was like, why did I recognize it then? Because it was on this episode. It was on this show. Oh, but then I sang. And the second time when he goes, I'm telling you, this album is coming. Viola pieces, excerpts, what you want? Right. I was working on Hoffner. I was like, I was like, I feel like we've done this yeah, before. It's like we get it. You like Hoffner. You see how steady that is, y'all? Like we getting a job. <laughs> Listen, if you ask for the f- first movement, yeah. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. I really like the second movement. The, the fourth movement. That little thing is fun to play. My name is Katie. Yes, my name is. Katie. Meanwhile, you was just talking to me about it, but I could play it now. exactly. But you could play it now. With meanwhile, I'm still back in the in in the club of people who can't. Because <laughs> I figured out it's some bull junk and like making sure I don't. I'm glad you cracked the code. Makes one of us. Okay, tomorrow <laughs> my fingers look like uh, feel like salami again. Salami fingers. Wow. Oh. <laughs> what does that even mean? People, are, people are probably like, what did he say? Because <laughs> <laughs> a black race. You stopped at the first two words and then we went off on some crazy It's late, tangent. y'all, so I'm ready for bed. <laughs> All right, so black racists and victim mongers whining again and reducing everything to skin color. So boring. Sad face. Now, that's the first half of his message, but let's stop there. Victim mongers whining again. They literally are victims. They were, they did work and were not paid for it. Those blacks. 
Complain, complain, complain. Whining again. They sh- if, if there's anything to whine about, they should whine about. Especially you're a professional musician and you're used to. A lot of my friends, you know, we some of us have been in situations where we haven't gotten paid, and they always are like, when I play with orchestras, that check is on the stand the first rehearsal, period. Mm-hmm. So now you do you do a whole thing, and you know what? You know what? You know what's probably what it was. It's like you get there, and they're like, yeah, you can see your check, and they they keep finessing through the week, like yeah, like. We have to figure it out and we, but you're going to get it or whatever you do. First of all, first of all, I'm not playing, I'm not playing the concert if I haven't gotten a check mm-hmm. and that's period. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I remember one time I'm like, I'm not going back on stage after the break. I'm like, I'm not going back on stage until I have my check. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not, ain't nobody playing for free. This ain't school. This ain't no, what did, what did Sierra say? Benefit concert. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry. Let's go. I just, whew. and he said, of course, not getting paid in a timely manner is a nuisance. But what on earth does this have to do with ethnicity? If you just read the, if you just read the article, like the, I mean, because people are looking, people undervalue the work because they're like, well, we used to get this for free, so we don't have to pay y'all, right? <laughs> and also, ethnicity and race aren't the same thing. Y'all are so dumb and loud. Pick one. Now, now, I bet you next comment. This has nothing to do with nationality. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what a moron! Moral of the story is: if you don't know what you're talking about, first of all, sit down. Exactly. And second of all, people are allowed to allowed to voice their opinions about if the, if about people who have done them wrong. And also, like, if we believe it's racism, it is like flat out. Like, we're not gonna just sit, stand by and be like. Oh well, if we complain, they're gonna think we just pulling a race car. But I'm like, yes, like especially in this in this situation, it's an all black cast. We could pull the race car because y'all dealt it. So exactly, <laughs> shouldn't have put it in the pile. <laughs> <laughs> Want to be mad at somebody? Be mad at your great 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 Mima. <laughs> it's on her and and your uncle and them <laughs> who thought they were superior. Thoughts. <laughs> let's, let's move on. Let's move on before we get in trouble. Well. Um, but the, just the last update. So the perform this is, you know, a little bit ago and the performance have since been paid. Um, and they were paid like two weeks late. Um, so you imagine you counting that money. And I remember one time I did, I, w- I did a festival and I didn't get paid on time. And my friend was like, well, you shouldn't have been counting the money. I'm like, when you go to your job and you get paid every two weeks, and you count on that. That's what I'm doing. Exactly. That like, doesn't what? even make, doesn't make sense. sense. It's, and it's contractual. <sighs> Are you, what do you mean counting I'm counting I'm counting I'm, I'm, not, I'm not counting this is literally factored this is the money that I'm making why would why why would I go and do something and work and not count on getting the money that doesn't make sense <laughs> I'm like I'm not I'm not waiting for money bills to fall out the sky you know what I'm saying like I like I feel like and that's like the thing with like, pe- like people who are outside of the field who don't really understand what we do we're not just doing this for fun like people are working like right. I went to a festival ex- signed a contract expecting to get paid so I'm expecting my money. That doesn't make any sense. Just like, like you expect your money from your job. Exactly. Okay, so go to your job and work for free. And I'm like, you know, we got something going on with the banks. And right. you're not going to be able to get three, four, five weeks. You can do that. You can right. that. Like, no, you're not I'm, doing that. I'm going to go work here. But, you know, I'm not. I don't really need the money. I'm not counting on the money. You know, I like it's for fun. <laughs> you sound dumb. It's happy. If you pay me, don't pay me. You can choose. <laughs> you can choose. <laughs> choose your adventure. <laughs> what? Are you kidding? Um, so the orchestra released this statement 
saying the delay we encountered in funding was finally resolved yesterday. Checks finally resolved yesterday. Right. People complained enough. <laughs> Checks are being sent out today via mail. We sincerely apologize that there has been a two week delay and for any inconvenience this may have caused. Are you kidding? Well, first of all, you're not mailing me with no check. <laughs> I'm like, you giving it in my hand. Hand delivered. Also, we live in a PayPal, Venmo, Cash, Cash App, App, Zelle, Carrier Pigeon. <laughs> you're not finna mail me nothing so it can get lost in the mail. Right. Oh, oh the USPS? Nah, they've been doing this for years. <laughs> <laughs> you are annoying. They haven't? Okay. They haven't been doing it for years? Okay, let's move on. Well, anyway, on to people who are getting paid. Um, Andrew Francois, <laughs> who was, <laughs> as you can tell, it's Katie's friend. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you, I'm so angry because he, t- I told you, he texted me. He was like, I ain't gonna say what he said, but he was like, basically like, okay. <laughs> and I didn't pay no mind to it. I was like, all right, I'm gonna do what you told me to do because like you're Andrew, you play, you are Viola God. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm like, I'm gonna listen to you. I'm gonna do what you said. Oh, you are. Then I log on Facebook and I see thank you for your support and and blah da 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 and me getting the, the St. Louis Symphony. I was like, I texted him. I said, you didn't tell me you was gonna be snatching edges in St. Louis while you told me to do this thing. And he was like, oh yeah, haha, thanks. <laughs> what you mean? Oh yeah, haha, thanks. He's so humble. He is so humble. You got a job? Okay. For y'all who don't know, if you're new to listening to the show, Andrew's our Black Excellence, like episode five, maybe episode three. Yeah. I don't know. Back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> okay, a smooth seven <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> and whatever. So Andrew has a huge, like, just so much success. Like, he went to Vabier. He he did New World. Right now, he's um an LA, LA, LA fellowship. Yeah. LA, what's it called? Um, LA? Uh, LA Field, a resident fellow. Resident fellow. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. And it's like, I'm not saying those are huge accomplishments because, like, you have to... The thing is, like, with these um, fellowship programs, it's like, yeah, like, you're, you're narrowing it because you're asking for black musicians, but black musicians are really, really good. So, yeah. like... And also the LA one, not just black... And New World. Exactly. Yeah, because I think and New the World's LA, not even just black. New World's everybody. Yeah, and then the LA, um, LA film one is not even just black and Latino. It's any minority. Oh, really? Yeah. So, he out here... right (laughs) and he you know whatever but now you had a job job it's like you you beat out 60 plus people then got to the final round and they were like i want you you got a job i couldn't even fathom that i I don't have any concept i'm still trying to like advance the first round you know what i'm saying i'm trying to get i want to advance the first round like once you know what i'm saying like i'm trying to do that on a multiple occasions you know what i'm saying Hmm. so it's like but you Evan first and second and third and then final screen came down they were like and you nah they were like you're what? not normal huh they were like what leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> you're not normal you're not i just can't a job i, I can't a job <laughs> and it's like yeah people win jobs all the time that's fine but i'm talking about andrew a, a job. like this is not even just like oh i got a job this is a job job, job. and the thing is like i remember <laughs> i was talking to a friend it's like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to win an opera job. He, they were like, win. I'm like, yes, win. You're like fighting to the death with your viola. Like, yeah. Yes, it's, was you, it somebody who's not a musician who's like, win? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, not someone who's not, like, they were like, win. I'm like, yes, it's called winning a job. He won. Huzzah. <laughs> like, 
question do you say when and when okay so anyway <laughs> as you can see delaney <laughs> delaney does not aspire to not be trash so what can we what can we possibly do just i'm just glad he's out here i just can't even you see how the 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 gears in my brain are turning but it's not computing because this have, is a type this is a job of caliber that like i just can't even say louis symphony like you 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 went you got yeah. freelance and you're not oh i play in this like regional orchestra like on the side and i also you, freelance on the side and i subbing. teach a little bit yeah you're not even on the sub list you're in and you, 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 in, inside of it in tenure I, on your on your way to tenure and, and you you're gonna be on the list when you it, go on the program it's gonna say andrew francois just you go, you go next to, to everybody you else. have a locker <gasps> in a parking spot <gasps> you on tour people oh, can i get your viola for you sir no i'm just kidding you have book I, I just need to get like him. He got some. You got what like the rag you used to wipe down your viola? You can just, I have it? Just, <laughs> just touch the hem of my frog. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe <laughs> can you just whenever you dust the rosin off your strings, you just dust it onto my face so I could maybe get something. True. And like the thing is, Andrew was like snatching edges. I'm telling you, everybody looked like they had receding hairlines when he was when he just switched to viola. I, can't, I haven't heard him play in years. I'm, I'm scared. <gasps> right. What does he become? First of all, the first round, they're probably like, oh, we got to listen to more people. Right. Can you imagine hearing Andrew play and be like, you sound like, you, sound like, well, you, don't know, you know Target got violence now. They're like $99. They do? Yeah. At Target? Mm-hmm. I've seen them at like these discounts and family dollar. Yeah. So <laughs> Andrew playing and your, your $300,000 Granary sound like that. Or <laughs> <laughs> them green violence can get. <laughs> Where the colorful joints from? From Amazon. <laughs> Andrew next to you. What? Man, Mazatov. For real. That's crazy. Congratulations to him. And I just You made it. You, you know how long you know how long it takes to make? You made it. And how old is he? Andrew. He can't be 30. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. I could tell you for real. He's about 30. Okay. Cause I was a fre- when I was a freshman, he was doing a, his second. Yeah, he's like five years older than me, four or five years older than me. Wow, job security. Like you, you, you strapped in like, secure. Like we're dreaming of what you're doing. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. People emailing you, Mister Francois. Can I have a lesson? Can I like? <laughs> Next thing you know, he's gonna be on faculty somewhere. And I mean, right? You are. Like, he gonna be on tour, and then it's only skies moving from here. Might as well take Chicago audition too, or right? Met or get poached. What poached? Poached? Like when someone poaches you from <laughs> your jobs when they they come to you and be like, "Hey, leave your job. We'll give you more money." Oh, that's gonna, yeah. They ain't gonna take long. Hmm. Right. Hit ups, hit ups, hit ups over there on Delaney's phone. It's actually a classically black hit up. From your friend. <laughs> oh. Right. <laughs> All right, so let's do it. <laughs> They're like, y'all can't keep this away from the mics. <laughs> because Delaney has no self-control. I have no self-control. I thought it, I was genuinely shocked that it was my phone that vibrated. Genuinely shocked. Um, But let's delve into intermission. <laughs> not delve okay we can't delve oh do you say delve you're not letting us go (laughs) 
or Delve. I have to show you that video. You probably sick of me showing you video. <laughs> I'm always sending you video. <laughs> I'm not. Cause I'd be like, Delaney. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> no, what you Anyway, like? I want to know. What? I want to know what you be like. Cause like the videos who send me are just a true representation of yourself. They're just trifling. Trifling no. people send trifling videos. That reminded me when I said Delve. <laughs> reminded me. There's this video. It's actually really cool. People should check it out. Um, even if you don't like language stuff, it's it's still kind of cool. It's like if this guy he like recreates if English was phonetically consistent. Oh, I've seen that. You've seen it? Where I've he, seen one. Okay, because he does like he'll he'll like say all the different pronunciations of vowels and be like, okay, we're gonna pick one, and he doesn't tell you what he's doing, but as the video progresses, whatever that vowel is, he'll only pronounce it that way in the words. Wow. So like it starts yeah, like send me that, send me yeah that. it's actually it's so weird I didn't notice by like the third vowel when I was like why is he talking like that like, and by the end it sounds like like a like a different language it's it's really cool but yeah anyway intermission <laughs> okay so as you can tell like we said we're doing stuff that's trending now so I have some pop culture stories that have been floating around um. And we're going to do a little interesting take on them, <laughs> um, inserting our favorite composers. Um, y'all will see what we're talking about. <laughs> okay. So the first thing, <clears throat> if you're like me, you're tired of hearing about this. However, we must address. Sister. This Jordan Woods and Khloe Kardashian situation. I didn't watch her Red Table Talk thing, but I've gathered enough information from The Shade Room mm-hmm. and my friend Nikki. Right. You know, I watched it. I did watch the Red Table Talk. I, mean, I was intrigued. You want to give us a little back, a, a little backstory on what for people who don't care or have <laughs> or have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, so basically, um, Jordan Woods and Kylie Jenner best friends were former were best friends, and of course, Kylie Jenner and Khloe Kardashian are sisters. And Khloe Kardashian was with her baby daddy, Tristan Thompson, who plays a sport. Okay. <laughs> I don't know which yeah. one. <laughs> Hockey, golf, it don't matter to me. Right. <laughs> Foosball. Badminton. Um, <laughs> so, uh, badminton star Tristan Thompson <laughs> was been accused Trash. of uh, cheating on Khloe Kardashian for the gazillionth time. Exactly, sis. But just with Jordan Woods this time. So, that's where the betrayal was coming from. So, they're all mad at her rather than being mad for the dude that has literally no regard for your feelings or your child that you have together. It means nothing to him. Um, so... Basically, people were claiming that they saw them together, kissing at a party, spending the night together, something like that. So, Jordan went on Red Table Talk, which is a show with Jada Pinkett Smith, and um, was basically, like, telling her side of the story. Because apparently she was getting, like, bullied online, and, like, her little sister couldn't go to school, and her brother couldn't go to work, and all this stuff. Why do y'all stuff. care so much right. about people you don't know? Exactly. It's like exhausting. Um, and she was like, I got to break my silence on this and tell my side of the story. So basically she's claiming that like he kissed her on her way out. But, but like, why were you there, sis? Right. And she was like, I take responsibility for you that. You should. You're an adult. Right. And, um, and, I would, and, and the terrible part about it was that she literally talked to Chloe and Kylie about this the night after the day after it happened, but did not mention the kiss. So I'm like, that's where, that's the main part. Like yeah. you just added insult to injury because mm-hmm. it was already bad, but now it's and also, I mean, we'll get into it a little bit, but that 
yeah i mean that's 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 the gist of it really because nothing is really i feel like oh the only thing that's happened after the talk is that chloe was like at jordan why you lying you are the reason why my family broke up i'm like this is not the first time he's cheated on you you sound dumb and also my question (laughs) is like yo i message not working (laughs) right you know the mess like that's why that's why everyone exactly that's why everyone's like this is a publicity stunt and jordan's you told me jordan was like i wish i could say (laughs) i'm just like girl we are they want us to tune into e (laughs) okay a7 central (laughs) and even if it's not like that's the reason why like even if it's not that's the reason why you said it over that because you got jordan's number exactly the reason why you put it out there like and then you're making yourself look dumb because sis this has happened before first of all not only did he cheat on you before he cheated on the person he was with before you with you <laughs> exactly i don't understand what, the, were you thinking you were different exactly that's where y'all slip up and how you get him how you lose him sis you too grown for that <laughs> and now you got a kid with him you pushing 40 sis you gotta she grow up 40. she's 35 <gasps> yeah oh yeah. yeah but anyway <laughs> i just don't understand y'all go up for these men that literally you literally could get anybody else just don't and you go to you. you literally you literally take all the good crabs out you go to the bottom of the barrel i'm like i want this one leg, <laughs> leg all broken all green looking got slime i can fix him <laughs> i can change him <laughs> meanwhile this dude want to do would be at the bottom of the barrel and and have slime easing out of his <laughs> i don't know what crabs have that's <laughs> it's like you can't change somebody who don't want to be changed anyway okay not, this is not the kind of podcast okay so my question to you delaney is which composer do you see in Jordan Woods' situation? Wait, as Jordan Woods? As Jordan Woods. Dang, that ruined my thing. Okay. So then who are you trying to see? I, I would see this situation, a situation like this, centering around WC. Oh, shucks. That's <laughs> Oh, literally. As Tristan Thompson. Literally. Yeah. Because. Well, actually, it probably happened. Except there was no Instagram. <laughs> exactly. No shade room. No shade room. And there was no, I don't think there was kids involved he had kids but i don't think oh yeah no mm-hmm. it'll be it's exactly mm-hmm. the same yeah like i feel like especially cause, like we went over wc we went over what he was all about the wife that he left sitting at home first of all he cheated on chloe while she was pregnant so that's the wife that he left in the hospital uh unable to take care of herself while he went to cheat with somebody else that's this is literally wc <laughs> oh shoot like literally watch it watch us go there and, and find out his his mouth his mother's maiden name wc i'm telling you yo, his great 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 me mom gotta be tristan wc thompson badminton extraordinaire <laughs> foosball enthusiast <laughs> what's that one with the scoop thing Have oh you seen that? is that shuffleboard no it's like about? a it's like it's a thing with a handle on it and it has like a scoop sort of thing oh. and you can like throw a ball like oh, that oh my god i know what you're talking about yeah, oh lacrosse no that's a net lacrosse oh, is a girl, net you know you know sports ball yeah <laughs> i was so proud of myself sports like, ball. Lacrosse. no it's, it's not a i don't even think it's like a real sport it's like a sports adjacent, <laughs> not sport adjacent. <laughs> but anyway yeah i don't know about actually being jordan woods in the situation who i would picture mine's loose so who mine is loose like the oh comparison. oh i thought you made a composer i was like i don't know him um mine's a loose comparison but when i thought of this i thought about shostakovich mm-hmm. and this idea of like because a lot of people 
said about Jordan, she biting the hand that fed her because you lived in College Jennings Mansion, you had the life, and you go out of all the men and Calabasas, any other one, any anyone outside of Calabasas, right? Anyone outside of California, and out of all of them, you go like and you're gorgeous. Any, Why him? You want? I'm not gonna say that it's a PG podcast, but <laughs> how? <laughs> um but this idea I, I say Shostakovich just because like Shostakovich um like he didn't bite the hand that fed him because that's not the situation that was going on mm-hmm. however Shostakovich didn't care and he cared he cared enough to stay alive mm-hmm. be- because like why would you mess with that right. but like, he he wanted to write his own music so he was like alright bet you want a little waltz I'm making minor mm-hmm. you know and I make it sound convoluted and like weird right. and, like, you, know, you know what I'm saying so that's what I thought of Okay, so the next one <laughs> that's trending is this Millennium Tour, this B2K reunion. So for those of you who don't know, B2K was like a R&B group back back in the late 90s, early 2000s, made up of Omarion, Rasby. That's not a good name. I didn't realize <laughs> You, you melded it together. <laughs> Rasby? Rasby. They don't make it better. <laughs> yeah, Rasby. I mean, yeah. I mean <laughs> you were like Rasby. <laughs> Raz B. Yeah, it's not a good name either way, though. Either way, Boog. <laughs> how you say it? Boog. Who are these people? Lil Fizz. I know Lil Fizz. Now known as Fizz. Um, and they'll be joined by Mario, the Yin Yang Twins, Lloyd, Pretty Ricky, and Chingy. Yin Yang Twins. I'm like, who has Chingy? The- <gasps> I didn't know Chingy was gonna be there. Who has the money for this? How y'all paying all these people? Right, Soldier Boy said they couldn't afford him. Or what is it? Young Draco? No. <laughs> oh. I, I love Soldier Boy. <laughs> I don't like, care. Listen. I don't care. I don't care. I love him. I I respect the hustle. Mm. Your hustle is illegal, but it's not as illegal as like drugs. It could right. be. It could be more illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're getting all together. Which um, pretty 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 rare. Which from which um, uh, what's it called? Era of music. Which like, give me three composers that you like to see do a reunion tour. So give me like it'll be Baroque. You gonna do Baroque, sister? <laughs> Baroque, classical, romantic, neoclassical, post tonal. You gonna do post tonal? Little Steve Reich. Who? Steve Reich. He's the he's a clapping. Hold on, let me make sure because you see, I wasn't paying attention to right and now. I'm now I'm looking dumb when uh y'all see how much I was paying attention to music history when I'm like. Hmm. Maybe. Steve Rock is low-key kind of cool. He's Maybe real. Jaskin and Shostakovich <laughs> could do a reunion. <laughs> Steve Rock is low-key cool because he does he does a lot of stuff like phases and the clapping thing. And like, let me make sure he does a clapping thing. Yeah, clapping music for two musicians and it's just like oh, look at me go. He also, it's gonna rain. Okay. Get on in the house. It's gonna rain. Gonna ra- rain down fire. It's gonna rain. Do you know the song? That got no. the song? I was just dancing. <laughs> but you said three composers? Yeah. Okay, so. Reunion tour. This is a little bit. I feel like this is kind of copping out. However, I'm going to choose some composers that are already grouped together. They weren't like a group, obviously, but they were known as the five. But I'm going to choose 
the three actually relevant of them. Aww, Masorsky's not one? No, Masorsky is one. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's two of them that I've literally he, never heard of. He must shower before he comes. I mean. It's, it's now 2019. You, you open your mouth to sing in the mic and now, now it starts s- stuff off. starts popping First in all, Why is Masorsky singing? <laughs> Oh, what kind of tour is this? <laughs> now they're doing Jackson 5 remix. Jack Muskie and Mazorski. Actually, yeah, actually, Mazorski, now that I'm thinking about this, Mazorski can't k- kick rocks. He's not going to be in it. Um, I know, but I mean, it was between him. Okay, who would you pick between him and Borden? Borden got them Polynesian dances. Oh, the Polynesian dance! I forgot about the. Yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be uh Borden. Okay, I'm picking uh Borden, Rimsky, Korsakov, and of course Tchaikovsky. Rimsky Korsakov. Yeah, I do like him. Russian East Overture. Russian East Overture. Slept, slept on. It is. It is. It slept on, and then of course Shahrazade is just a legend. So I'm, I can do it with or without Shahrazade. I just think I don't think it's like a, but I just think it's like it's like a what? Oh, <laughs> like I don't think it's like one of the best pieces of all time, but it just has like such a distinct I don't know yeah like Shahrazad like mm-hmm. <laughs> and especially because um I just feel like Shahrazad would be one of the best or one of the most fun pieces to conduct like yeah. if I were a conductor like that I think you would like it because it's like loud and brassy I play, I play Shahrazad. <laughs> Like that brat when the brass fanfare comes, that is just such like mm-hmm. a like a heroic moment. It yeah, feels. Yeah, I put um, No, I just mean like I yeah. feel like you would you would like it more like as a piece yeah, because of that. But it's not. I guess it doesn't compare in terms of like loud and brassiness to compare to other things. I also played Shahrazad when I was really young, so it's like I, that's some piece I need to like. You didn't play it when Phil played it. Uh uh-uh. uh Oh, they played it my freshman year. No, I wasn't in the orchestra my fr- your first year. Oh, you're right, right, right. I remember I actually was supposed to go home because it was like the. It was right before like fall break or something. I was supposed to go home. I stayed the extra night just to see Shahrazad. Was it good? Probably. Mm-hmm. And especially because in Kodak, cause I feel like we forget how beautiful that hall mm-hmm. is. But like just the two together, I was like. <laughs> and you know, I was new. It was like literally like two months in Eastman. Yeah, so, so you like, weren't you weren't damaged yet. <laughs> right. Now I'm hanging on. Shout my, out to Eastman. My leg hanging on by one little lig- ligament. and <laughs> I'm like that crab that Tr- Tristan Thompson supposed to be. <laughs> The green one with uh, the with the slime, yeah, with the broken leg. <laughs> okay, for me, I'm going uh, post. I'm not. Oh, I, you said I was not gonna say host after I dragged him. Like, <laughs> right? So what you said about him? I feel I look. He feel bad. I mean, it's true though because I heard a little bit Saint Paul sweet Remain posted the video and I was like, I might could re-listen, but I told you there's a bunch of pieces I have to re-listen to. Yeah. I mean, I, I will that. not be moved on Brooke Green Suite. That is trash. I've never heard of it. And good. <laughs> that I will host. <laughs> Maybe what? <laughs> okay, so for me, I'm going after the 1900s. So reunion tour. All right, boom. I need Strauss. I need Mahler. And Dang, your eardrums okay? <laughs> Already. <laughs> Who else you got? And Hindemith. Oh, Re- reunion tour with them? But my ears wrong. Yeah, Mala, it's gonna have to be like Hindemith in the middle. That's gonna have to be like when you literally on your last legs of life and you don't you've retired from viola, you don't need your hearing anymore. Like I was about to say, who's the who's the third one gonna be just a, a stick of dynamite? Like <laughs> Man, you put them together, them two on a reunion tour? Them them two. Them three on a reunion <laughs> tour? 
And I feel like they will be low key nice. I mean, Strauss, you know, he's just down for whatever. We'll talk about him on a different episode. <laughs> and you know, Mahler went through a lot, so whatever. You know, Hindemith, he came. Yeah. He fine. You know, he wrote everything for everybody. <laughs> so I feel like they would get along well. He's traveling the country together, doing a little cute. Maybe, maybe had a little. Texture thick, three hundred and seventy-five piece orchestra. Yeah, <laughs> everybody loud, everybody getting paid. You know what I'm saying? Might even come a little dance routine for the girls. Come out, a hammer or two in there. A little two sweat, a little two step. Yep. <laughs> okay, last one. <laughs> last one. Okay, so this week on this week on Instagrams, um, the Shade Room posted a video of Idris Alba. Alba. What I say, Alba with the A, it's Alba with the E. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Listen, ain't nothing gonna be my auntie who thought his name was Citrus Alba. I <laughs> black people annoy me in a way that I can't really um describe. Give me a second, I'm gonna pull this up. Okay, so I'm gonna play a little bit of this so you can hear it. Okay, so this was surprising to me because I had no idea he had the side of him. And also, we know Idris Elba for being an actor, Mm -hmm. right? So I want you to give me something from a composer that is outside of what they wrote that you would like to see them write. So mine is, of course, rooted in petty. I'm ready. You know, I'm all ears. <laughs> I would like to see a bass sonata from Rikard Strauss. Because here's where I have a bone see, to pick with him. What? Careful what you ask for. You know, you know that dude, you know how he wrote music? He put a big old staff on his wall and he took some black ink and he just went but you know what that's how the third movement of Hindemith Sonata looks but you know what the reason why I didn't ask for a concerto is because that would literally be there's no point to that you could just play Don Juan <laughs> no but I mean a bass concerto could you imagine something written by Strauss for bass and orchestra you would need 17 pickups <laughs> to be heard you know he having a full orchestra because he's like well we might have 17 bass trombone and parts you know, and you know we could have four harps I mean sousaphone is fine <laughs> now he got the whole marching band up there along oh, with the annoying. listen strauss is annoying so because i've i've had this issue with strauss i look at his music and i'm like so you understand this is an orchestral piece right because you have me all the way up in the stratosphere which is fine we play in the stratosphere like i'm not saying i can't i can't play up there mm-hmm. i just feel like there's an unspoken rule you don't go past the harmonic g if you were in orchestral music and if you do you must write us a sonata we have no solo music so I wanted to see since you since you just so well versed in, in he's clearly not well versed. He's really not. I have one little thing to say to you. Why why Viola's gotta do that too? Why? I'm like I'm, I was just I was playing I was practicing Heldman the other day and I was no, like I can't even I'm sorry I love that. I mean I think the excerpt sounds good. I think the excerpt sounds good. I the piece weird. Piece is weird. The piece is weird, but I, I do think the excerpt sounds good objectively. However, I'm like, we don't, you, we don't all gotta play in unison. All of us. And then okay, I all have, of us. Bah, da, 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 da. Like you couldn't have just. Like 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he did that. I don't care. It's, it's live, but also we all gotta do it. But you also have to wait a minute to get there. Yeah, and but we also over. have hell maybe nine. Do you guys have nine? No, we don't have that one. But you know why I get mad when he goes to ninety three? He does. I don't know what that is. I think I talked about that so before. We do. We do nine. We do seventy seven. It's like, like the one in the middle. I think that we do. There's maybe it's seventy seven. I can tell you after. No, that's seventy seven for us. I think. There's one at like ninety three. I'm pretty sure it's like ninety three. Okay. It's just, it's a mess. Like. I don't even know, and that's why I'm running right now. But that's when you get to open the seat extension. Okay, show out the right. But um, I just I just want to see what you thought you knew. Okay, because I like I just don't understand why he did. But he didn't write very much of that kind of stuff for anyone. I know he wrote a violin sonata. Um, other than that, I don't know if he wrote any of the really type like of into like tone poems and stuff like yeah. that. Like that's. He wasn't really it, into solo music like mm-hmm. that, so that makes sense. I think it might. I think that actually might sound cool mm-hmm. if he really, you know, gave it his best shot. Well, that one was his best shot, and here we are. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Well, I don't like that one mainly because I don't like. Okay. I think the only thing I played by Strauss was no. I played two things. I've played Death and Transfiguration, and what's the other one that we just played? What is it, girl? We just played it. It's not Elsa Sprague. Girl, I don't Dang, know. I already forgot. I already done put that DeRozan Cavalier. <gasps> yeah, oh, I know you I like DeRozan Cavalier. Man, DeRozan Cavalier. <laughs> that piece is well done. Yeah. That's actually really good. Yeah. And I don't and, remember complaining about playing and that. And the part is hard. Like, I'm not, I don't want to make it seem like I shy away from hot, hard part. No, that's I not do. what I mean. No, I'm not, I'm saying like to anybody who's listening who may think that. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, and I mean, I do complain about stuff. It's hard because it's hard. Dang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But also, like, the Rosen Cavalier, it's hard, but it also is just, is written like, I have a problem with people not writing for instruments and, like, not knowing what they're doing. Exactly. You can very easy. I don't know how easy this is to tell. It's probably easy in viola parts, too, because they play a very specific purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why when I first started learning that one, I was very upset. Because mm-hmm. I was like, this is not what we do. Exactly. Like, I feel like it's very easy to tell in, in for instruments that serve a very specific purpose that is not the melody. Because mm-hmm. it's very easy to tell, like, oh, we have the melody. Like, that's what's going on. But when you write parts for instruments that don't function the way that they're supposed to it's very easy to tell that you didn't know what you were doing Mm -hmm. so i feel like i can tell like mozart wrote cello parts and just put ebas on it (laughs) you just slapped it on there because none of them are even written like bass parts at all they're just they're written like cello parts some things i'm like this doesn't make even make sense for us to do (laughs) but i feel like something like in the rosen cavalier that doesn't seem to be an issue like it's a good base part the rosen cavalier is hard but it's also to me it's written really yeah, well yeah exactly like it's, like it's hard to do but whatever like, so like i know you can do it mm-hmm. why why you drop the ball on him living okay <laughs> to me i mean i don't really know i have to look it up but to me the rosen cavalier is like strauss like a little bit more mature mm-hmm. i would say i mean i don't i'm not a musicologist and I, a simple google search would help me stop talking about nick but <laughs> <laughs> that's just what it feels like mm-hmm all right, well, waiting for that bass sonata from you at the Pearly Gates or wherever you are. <gasps> All right. Anyway, 
Um, something that different that I like to see from a composer would be a viola sonata by William Grant Still. I actually really like William Grant Still. Shout out to me talking about him after Black History Month. Um, oh, we talked about oh, and that was before Black History. I was about to say didn't we talk about him on our Black Composers episode? But that literally came out before Black History Month. <laughs> I don't remember. It did because I remember us talking about it and be like, why didn't we just wait? <laughs> oh, shoot, but I really like William Grant Still. Um, a lot of people know you might know that he's really known for doing a lot of work with spirituals. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like uh, it would be really cool to have like a spiritual variations on a theme for viola. I think that would just be so freaking dope. It will showcase like the really like diverse nature of the viola, lots of singing qualities in the viola, rich sound. And then viola has a virtuosic side as well, but I feel like it wouldn't be too much because, um, still don't do too much you mm-hmm. know black people not trying to do too much right <laughs> just enough <laughs> just enough <laughs> um so yeah let us know what you think about these topics i mean we want to hear what you think about the jordan woods if you care let us know what you think <laughs> about b2k you buying your tickets you right. wearing your k-swiss and your and your jersey jackets right because chingy gonna be there and pretty ricky uh, i'm not going i have no interest i didn't listen and to mario i didn't listen to any of these people I listen to the only one that I would say I listen to like multiple things by is probably Mario. Um, and then th- there are just hits that Chingy and Pretty Pretty Ricky is a little bit too vulgar for me, and I don't really like music that's be like I'm a digging yo and all that. Mm-hmm. It's a bit much, but Pretty Ricky did have some hotline. Oof, and um and Lloyd, but I don't. I feel like first of all I don't like going to concerts <laughs> of any kind. So um, I mean I won't be there, but it's exciting. <laughs> but let, let us know what you think um let us know what you think about what we said and we are moving on Whew, all right so yet another story continuing with the news um so this story comes from the la times um uh, it's basically just reporting on the i guess the lack of programming of black composers which is something we've talked about on the show before um, and of course, you know, coming out of Black History Month, um, I'm sure people have been talking about this extensively. And I've seen a couple more concerts than than I feel like I've seen in the past that program Black composers during this Black History Month. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we did one here and there was that one that Sterling was in, which I'm sure left everyone's house. Uh, is the building still standing? I mean. <laughs> I hope so, for his sake. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then there was another one with, I think, the Harlem Chamber players. They did one. But the L.A. Phil recently performed um, Still's Afro-American Symphony, I think it's Symphony Number no. 4. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like a lot last week or, or two weeks ago and it was conducted by Thomas Wilkins who is a principal conductor of the Hollywood Bowl Orchestra and he's black and he black black right and he's uh, also the music director of the Omaha Symphony um, and so we've talked a little bit about this when that whole thing about Florence Price came mm-hmm. out um, upon reading the article I don't think that they're very much like like they're trying to push the narrative they're like oh we dug up his works yeah. and no, we- at, at first glance that's what i thought it was i'm like y'all are tired <laughs> right. also he's just, he's known as like the dean of of black classical musicians all people to dig up is definitely it's definitely not gonna be him it's not gonna be him <laughs> baby baby girl it's not going to be him right. so i was like so now y'all just saying whatever i'm a like, who proofreading these things your seven year old dollar no. daughter who else dollar. okay girl you know the hour late <laughs> yeah but um basically the article i'm not gonna get too much into like the 
interview part of it because mm-hmm. I mean Thomas Wilkins might, might could be a guest on the show sometime in the Hopefully, future. That'd be amazing. All right. Um, but it goes into like some of the ways that um William Grant still has influenced him in his life, like mm-hmm. how his works have influenced him and um he he seems to know like a lot about William Grant Still's life and, and it's really cool to see like even people who are in older generations that inspire us being inspired by like these composers and yeah, so I hope to see some more, you know, some more of this programming just uh, black composers. Just program us. Yeah. Period. There's there's always opportunities when you want it when you want to do Egmont uh, yet again. <laughs> <laughs> like there's so many t- times that you can program black composers. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to um share like one of the questions that that Thomas Wilkins answered because it's a question that we ask our guests a lot on the show. Mm-hmm. And I thought that people might be interested to hear it. So they asked him, coming up in the classical world as an African-American, what kind of prejudice and discrimination did you encounter and how did you handle it? Mm-hmm. You know, we asked, I think, every one of our guests that. Mm-hmm. So he said, I can't control what what is in the heart of other people. I can only be responsible for when an opportunity presents itself to do the very best that I can. I'm sure that I have not gotten opportunities because of the color, the color of my skin or not been hired as a musician or, you hear me, <laughs> as a music director or conductor. There's no way for me to prove that, and I can't spend a lot of time wallowing in that. I do have a certain degree of success. I have four jobs, and possibly that a lot. Oh, Chile. I cannot read it. It's late. And possibly that allows me to be a little more cavalier about it. But I'm also a realist. It's incumbent on people like me who have degrees of success to do a good job so that people don't look at those who come after me and who look like me with a degree of suspicion in regard to intellect or ability. Mm. And I was like, what a word. Yeah, that was great. Exactly. Because he touched on so many things. He touched on the fact that like, it's not always something that you can outright prove, like, you know, right. Um, and that's what leads to people like the guy in the other article saying, well, y'all make everything about blah, 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 and what, and what does this have to do with this and all that? But he's also he also touches on the fact that like you hold such a like a big responsibility as a person um, of color in like a in a in a position of power and a higher position to do a great job and to work you know twice as hard to get half as far exactly and and as a, res- a representative of your race like a lot of people he, a lot of people will look at you and you'll be probably the only black person they've ever met right and how they interact with you and how you act just being yourself in your everyday life was going to affect how they look at and how maybe how they treat other black people mm-hmm. that they meet after you which is crazy and a, and a huge burden to bear that i mean we don't deserve but here we are Whew, right um on to some good news yeah. <laughs> i mean that is good news that yeah, they programmed yeah, it, yeah, but yeah. i just mean on the note that i left on yeah <laughs> it's kind of heavy but um so uh violinist ty murray is going to be with the new haven symphony orchestra hey girl on uh thursday march 14th at 7 30 p.m y'all can buy your tickets in the link that i'm gonna link in the description um so the program is as follows um mozart paris symphony which is uh 31 where she's playing the prokofiev violin concerto number two i know that's a composer that you admire deeply well she's playing (laughs) I mean, that's all oh. she's playing. Oh, okay. She's also playing Barbara Adagio for strings, which I 
don't like. I don't like it either. Yo, I don't understand the it's, obsession with it. I mean, it's all. Uh, it doesn't do anything. I'm like, first of all, why all the all the whole notes got the boom boom on the side? Right. With the why? Why does every note have to be 32 beats long? Like I don't, I don't want like that piece. And you know, like I heard people when I was younger, people would rave about it. Like, oh my, it sucks. It's so <laughs> beautiful. I got that drunk. I said, "This is what y'all talking about?" Right. I'm like, "Y'all born on the floor." <laughs> like, let me go ahead and whip up some adagio for strength. I could do that too. I could put a whole bunch of whole notes on some <laughs> stuff and make it make it some kind of point. Right. Make it go up. Damn. All I do is go high. Right. Tito, <laughs> so do. I got you. <laughs> Not Tito, so do. <laughs> um, um, and then last, but. Well, maybe last and least. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you are annoying. You are. Oh, I'm just, it's hard to. I'm scared. What is it? Oh, no, it's not that bad. It's Hiding Symphony 102. Which, I, I mean, I. Why Why would you put a two classical symphonies in the same program? Who writing this? Yeah, I don't know. That's weird to me. It, it seems that what, what she's playing on the program is the best by far. Which is terrifying far but i'm sure she's i mean she's gonna be great and her picture she has up here is all she all glowing her locks and, and stuff right. go ahead sister girl sure, you better <laughs> listen thursday march 14th get y'all tickets because right. i bet you they're gonna be sold out by the time this episode come out um the tickets range from 15 to 74 dollars and it's 10 dollars for college students and uh kids are free with an adult mm. so Bring your kids through, see right. some black excellence. Bring Keisha, Keisha and Ray Rain. And Not Keisha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So, okay. so next story. Um. This is our penultimate story. Come on, penultimate. I remember when I learned that word in high school. <laughs> Go to the penultimate measure. Mr. A was so extra. Right. Just, just say second to last. Is. What did I? I was teaching. And um, I asked him to do the pickup. Some kids know I've been teaching, like reminding some kids what pickups are. And what is she? Um, I'm not, I'm not gonna say her name. She's a kid, but um, the one whose dad mm-hmm. is in a frat. Um, what did she call it? She called it something <laughs> funny, and I didn't correct her, but someone else did. And then that's when I laughed because I was gonna be like, "It's a pickup." She called it something like a, like a, a. I don't even, dang it was so funny though it was like a, a scoop up or something come on <laughs> scoop up it was something funny um but anyway uh so in this article a study that was performed by they got so many acronyms in here um a community-based research institute at Robert Simple College of Public Health and Sur- Social Work was found that ensemble-based musical instruction and after school programs positively affects the behavior and development of school age children. Um, and they implemented something called Project Treble, which stands for testing resilience in an ensemble based learning environment. Um, and it was conducted on an after school group of 180 children ages uh, 8 to 17 over a three year period, which I was like, dang. Mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, um, 178, you know, I'm, I'm being reading stuff well i used to but studies be like that's why she said phd i was like right studies um anyway in in 178 uh primary caregivers and it was basically to um to see how these after school ensemble programs um affected their overall competence confidence caring character and connection which is known as the five c's Mm -hmm. um and by the end it 
it showed that the music education, um, through music education, the participants showed significant increases in all of the five C's, but particularly areas of character, competence, and caring. Good. We need more competent people. <sighs> Listen, one of y'all little, little Ray Ray from the, from the after school program, can he run for, for office? Right. Because we might could use him. Michael? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Definitely could. <laughs> um but I was thinking like this got me thinking about like how basically like how this sort of thing affected me. Like did I feel those sort of effects when I was like in orchestra? And like I- like what kind of like character building and like things like because i don't think they were doing things to specifically build these things Mm -hmm. so i think that it was just sort of like i mean you have to read the study to Mm -hmm. see yeah that's the thing but for me i feel like it's more things that like you notice in retrospect like how you could like sit down in a practice room for four hours Mm -hmm. just because you know you have to Mm -hmm. like that kind of thing or like i don't know i like to think musicians are really good people you know those those kind of things Mm-hmm. so and i feel like it seems like like some of these are really easy to see like confidence some of y'all got got that in, in droves mm-hmm. um but things like connection i could totally see like mm-hmm. even in myself like i'm thinking of like how many of these things i see in myself like it's very easy to connect with other people especially in like ensemble based things right i'm I feel like that's something that's very easy to see like in, in these kids and, and especially the, in the character sort of thing, they're working with other people. They, um, excuse me, um, are basically one of, one of the things that I felt that sort of instilled in me, like being an orchestra and ensemble was basically how my actions affected other people. Yeah. Like you come to rehearsal, not prepared. And now other people got to sit through while you learn your part, right. that kind of stuff. <clears throat> But um, I put a quote from from this article that I wanted to see how you reacted to because I I feel like when I read it I was like wow I've thought about this exact same thing before, and I want to see what you thought. Mm-hmm. So basically, it says we are not concerned with trying to foster more professional musicians. We are concerned with creating citizens and future leaders of our communities through the enhancement of the complex skills used while practicing an instrument and performing in an orchestra-based ensemble. So. They conducted this one um, at the Miami Music Project, project which is a El Sistema inspired program, and I remember being in in Yola and thinking like, I know that Yola is not meant to breed professional musicians. I know that, but you have people here that that do want that for themselves, mm-hmm. and like, where do you like, like draw that line, I guess, and like and put up that divide where you're like, okay we're going to help you guys advance or do you think that's like something that they should be doing mm-hmm. i mean i think it's up to and this is like kind of like some of the research i'm doing this semester it's it's up to the it's exhausting it's up to the program to fulfill its vision statement mm-hmm. right so if it's it says it wants to foster citizens and wants to engage kids and whatever 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 the vision statement is of the program that's what they should live up to However, mm-hmm. I do think they have. Hmm. You think they have what? I just think I just I just I'm, I'm so happy. I'm overjoyed. I'm a girl. If I told you, girl, if I told you who that was, you'd be like, oh, never mind. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll continue because I probably think I think I know who it is. Um. 
However, I do think we ha- they have like a moral obligation to you you show kids this whole world of what classical music is, and like three of them are like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Can you put them in contact with the sources that can help them get to that place instead of blindly leading them through this program thinking that they're going to get there through the program? Mm-hmm. You know, because the kids are like, I'm coming and I'm playing violin. They don't know the underpinnings of what that means. They don't know that they're just, that the people who are actually going to play violin are in private lessons, paying a lot of money. They have better instruments. They have all of these things. They don't know them. Mm-hmm. They don't know that. So I think it's the moral obligation of the of the program to ensure that that happens. Right. Because I was thinking of like, I w- this is something that I thought about um, while in Yola because I talked a little bit about like, um, like learning your part and in, in, in knowing that you are responsible in, in part for how rehearsals go and not letting other people in your ensemble down and that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. I really felt that like quite a bit because there were people that didn't want want this for themselves and there were people and people that did which you know I fell into that category um but I was just thinking back to when you know we did an outreach concert and we talked about like you know some of those kids want want to go right. into music and you were talking about like wanting it f- for yourself and if you can't see yourself you know without music then you should go into music and that sort of thing um yeah and I just I just thought that that was like a triggering question Mm -hmm. especially like personally and just like from now the standpoint of like teaching in a program Mm -hmm. of like hmm, let me know what y'all think Mm -hmm. um especially just because like we've seen that these these programs benefit kids regardless right so but it's then it's also like well sometimes like the, the the kids that these programs serve definitely just don't have the resources that they need to like go right. beyond mm-hmm. so i think i definitely think that like if they have the means if they have you know all that they should really take an interest in those in those kids because i've definitely seen people not do that and it's kind of sad because i'm like now being on the other side of it i'm like i know what it takes to get mm-hmm. to, to a place like this and y'all just letting people go along and think that oh, what you're doing is fine yeah like that i'm like that's low-key sick because yeah. like what like you setting them up for heartbreak exactly like, that's ridiculous mm-hmm. but yeah so let us know what you think about that question or it wasn't really a question but i posed a question mm-hmm. in response to it um yeah so we're moving on to our very last article the moment you've all been waiting for. okay relax <laughs> <laughs> oh chale all right so um a couple days ago um i guess this is actually on the 25th of February. On the 25th of February, the Strad released a an excerpt from their article, um, from an article in their February 2019 issue. Um, and I've since uh, realized that because that the headlines for the article and the excerpt are different. But they released this um, excerpt online, and they've since removed it, which is why I screenshotted it. Because I, 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 I knew from the second I saw that title, I was like, oh, they're getting backlash for this, and it's getting taken down. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take some screenshots. But, you know, if you want to read the article before we talk about it or anything, um, they took down the excerpt, so you can't read it unless you have the strat in print or if you buy it. But lucky for y'all... Um, <laughs> We're at a school that has one of the biggest music libraries in the country, Eastman Stand Up. <laughs> and so I went to the library and got the got the issue in print and uh scanned it. And so I'm gonna link um like a like a Google Doc with the with the full article 
um in in the description so you guys can read the article in full but so i'm just give you all play by play what happened so they released uh the excerpt uh and shared it to their facebook page and the headline said why do south korean string players do so well at competitions which is already like a lot but mm-hmm. i mean good thing it gets worse <laughs> so they they released um that with a caption basically saying that it was due to like tiger moms and and the the south korean women's desire to find good husbands and oh. all that and i'm like i will be damned if i spend six hours in the practice room for for a fill in the blank <laughs> i mean <laughs> for a, i can't even a man there we go <laughs> so i'm forget a boyfriend nah it's just a husband I mean sorry a husband so even worse now just a boyfriend that I'm contractually uh, (laughs) tied to to wash his drawers (laughs) (laughs) I mean I guess not me but South Korean women but I doubt that they're doing it I doubt that they're I just, this is the Actually, thing. I know they're not. <laughs> I saw the I saw the uprage go up, right? And mm-hmm. like a friend of mine like wrote the strat and was like, "So what you not gonna do?" Right. And I saw it, and I'm I'm looking. I'm like, y'all are pathetic. You see companies get in trouble week after week, and it's the same sorry apology, and like now you have backlash and stuff like that. And there was not one person in that room that was like, "Hey, you know what?" I don't think we should use the title or the subtitle. You know, maybe we should, maybe we should come up with something else. And I know this is not what y'all want to hear. However, this is the reason why there is an issue with hiring companies. Like, I don't know all the demographics of everybody that works at the Strad, but this tells me something. Exactly. Speaking, globally, it's a problem when you don't have multiple people of color in the room. This is exactly what happens because you guys don't think about stuff like this. White people don't think about stuff like this. They just write whatever. Oh, that'll be fine. Not offensive to anybody. You have seen this happen. This is in the news every other week. Is somebody else doing something? Exactly. Every other week is somebody else doing something racially insensitive, and this is the issue with having companies that's just full to the brim with white people from the very top to the bottom. Exactly. You, you like stuff like this happens, and it's ridiculous because this is so easily avoided, so easily avoided, and it was even easier, easierly. Come on, easierly, <laughs> easierly avoided. <laughs> Um, even more easily avoided when I read the act like the full article because the full the the impression that this excerpt gives in um in contrast with the actual article is different. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think y'all set yourselves up for this because y'all was trying to be different, trying to get clickbait, trying to have clout. <laughs> Do I say clickbait? Yeah. I'm trying very hard. Clickbait. Y'all right. trying to have clout. Y'all trying to make people. What does this mean? Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, you got it. First of all, you posted it on Facebook. You should have known people was gonna go in on you on Facebook without clicking the link. You should have put it on Instagram with no uh with no comments. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> so they got all white people working there. With you aunties. <laughs> Sorry, aunt or aunts. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you are annoying. How about that? Um, you should have known. First of all, Facebook users not clicking on things. 
you should have known. First of all, even if they had clicked on it, you guys, you guys tried too hard to be trendy and clickbaity. And oh my gosh, look at little old us. We have an article here, and then this is what happened. It, it blew up in your face, especially like something like the strad. Like it's like it's it's like a I don't I don't know if I want to say prestigious, but for lack of a better word, it's a prestigious publication mm-hmm. because it's like you can cite the strad, yeah, in APA format. Yeah, I mean, like it it, it is like it's a prestigious. So and you have. <laughs> Oh, y'all, all full y'all blown magazine. Y'all ain't got no. I just don't get it. So, in the full article, um, that so so I just want to remind y'all that the headline is why do South Korean string players do so well at competitions? So I went and got the article in print, and the headline for the actual article is a nation of winners. So I was like, I was like, this don't seem is this the right one, right? You know, whatever. Um, and basically. I found out that the the person who wrote the article, she's a German, uh, I guess she's a composer, um, and she studied. Spill the tea, who is it? <laughs> I was playing. <laughs> Victoria with a K, V I K T O R I A. You said spill it. Elizabeth with a, an S instead of a Z. Cows, Kounzer, Cows, Ooh, Chile, K A U N Z N E. Or that NZN is what messed me up. Kounzner. Um, and she spent some time uh teaching in South Korea, apparently. Um, and most of this article is actually praising them because literally within the first couple sentences, she says, um, the undeniable technical prowess and crucially musical sophistication of these young and ambitious instrumentalists is quite phenomenal. I'm like so which one which one is it exactly and and what i feel like <clears throat> what i feel like is so ridiculous about this is that you wrote in other like you wrote an article and misrepresented it yourself right why would you we're so used to saying things and people interpreting it differently than what we meant mm-hmm. and all that why would you do this to yourself for clout because and and, and nobody cares that you wrote this fully because they have to buy it Nobody cares that you wrote this full-length article and all these nice things that you said and how much you appreciate this Korean culture. Nobody cares about that mm-hmm. because you should have known. You can't, and, and you shouldn't have expected people to care mm-hmm. because people went in on the comments about how ridiculous it was, and it was. It was because absolutely how how dare you? I'm thinking how I would feel if I see why the black string players only play jazz, right? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Because they mamas, they single parents, right? And, and, and they daddies in jail. They too busy getting out food stamps to to take them to the what's the name? Nah, like you know, you have to be sensitive. Exactly. How how would you feel? I guess this doesn't apply to white people, but that's what I was thinking. How would I feel if people were bringing up stereotypes? They brought up the stereotype of tiger moms and and in this misogynistic, uh, mm. under you know, yeah. foundation that they think that uh south korea has and you know i've never been to south korea and all that and i know she taught there or whatever but still you're not south korean exactly. just because you it's taught there don't exactly mean- you don't have <laughs> that don't make it all right for you to speak from that make a south korean write this I, exactly. and even then i'll be like mm. right like but i just i just don't understand why you would misrepresent yourself and and it's not even like like the the excerpt was an excerpt like if all that stuff was in the article mm-hmm. so it's not like you you didn't say that stuff because she did she did say that stuff but it was just poor everything mm-hmm. on their part and they released a statement 
Um, and this is what their statement said. It said on Monday the Strad. Uh, I already don't believe that. <laughs> 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 they just went to the Gucci website and copy pasted that. Oh. <laughs> they they just came from the Prada website or the H and M website before that, right? Or who else? Who, who, who how about who not? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was just about to say we didn't because oh y'all are tiring <laughs> yo yo the governor never mind it's not that it's not a political podcast the governor wife of that one you know what i'm talking about oh the black no no hold on finish what you're saying <laughs> it's funny because this is the second time that you, you stopped me after two words <laughs> and we go oh for real <laughs> is that what um is that what that's what happened this time yeah, yeah oh, that yeah. happened after the black racist no but what did you say this time you were like oh on monday <laughs> <laughs> you were like god <laughs> listen we we um you stopped after like being like this is not a political podcast See, they probably thinking we've been we behind the scenes maga 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 absolutely not you a <laughs> classically black podcast support okay <laughs> my mom would drive to rochester first of all my mom <laughs> are you right my mom, you. meanwhile they carpooling my mom like you want me to pick you up on the way or <laughs> okay virginia first lady handed out cotton to african-american children oh yeah i did see that y'all are pathet- pathetic pathetic it's 2019 we will never bounce back from this <laughs> at this point it's it's far too late <laughs> i'm sorry it's late so i'm not optimistic maybe ask me again tomorrow you're right y'all talk about how far in, tw- in the year of our lord 2019 y'all had now zero one nine. wow ridiculous okay 3019 we finally see progress <laughs> Listen. and y'all think it's because they give us these little fellowships and we can drink out the same water fountain sorry what you saying <laughs> sorry delaney what you saying go ahead girl all right so the strad talking out there next said um on monday the strad posted an ex- an extract from a new article on string teaching in south korea on our website written by victoria elizabeth counselor yes cite her <laughs> But Strad, you still you still had to publish it. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, my, my professors be telling me about how they have to get stuff published and how the person reads it and sends it back to them and be like, da 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 no. Mm-hmm. Um, a violinist who has spent many years teaching in South Korea, irrelevant. Irrelevant. The article explored the reasons for the recent successes of Korean violinists in string competitions worldwide. For the most part, we believe the article is a sensitive and informative piece about music education and life there. Meanwhile... I've already talked about this. Don't matter what the whole article said. You posted an excerpt. You misrepresented it or, you know. Exactly. Also, there's plenty of people working there and nobody said nothing. Right. But okay. It says, however, we wish to apologize for the offense cased. Meanwhile, you're literally a magazine proofread that was supposed to be caused. <gasps> but <laughs> the offense cased by a two sentence snippet posted on social media. Exactly. They See, this is a non-apology. This is not uh, an apology. We believe that it was a sensitive and informative piece. However, we wish to apologize for the offense caused by a two-sentence I'm snippet. sorry you felt mad. Right. That's Y'all, <laughs> Y'all are pathetic. Y'all don't even try no more. Just be racist. <laughs> Y'all just... just <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> what oh. the heck? Just say whatever. Not what the heck. Uh, <coughs> a two-sentence snippet posted on social media, which we accept, was misjudged. No, it wasn't. <laughs> we read it and understood it. Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> misjudged by who? Now, so... 
listen what a blood sorry (laughs) (laughs) we also wish to stress that none of the competition winning artists pictured throughout the article has any personal connection with counter or her research we appreciate all comments and messages received in connection with the article and will aim to uphold the high standards expected of us in the future now you have a stride right so the piece first of all the two sentence snippet was misjudged and and not just that but the whole excerpt that you that you published so you're a magazine you have editors people that their job is to edit and nobody stopped you and be like you know what this seem a little okay and say say whatever like you have you know because of what i couldn't say remember the thing that happened with the bet thing when Nicki minaj mm-hmm. it's like they're probably only one social media person mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and they probably not checking what they post but even still i feel like this whole thing is a mess i feel like it was just because if you're, even if you're a social media person you should be that's probably a younger person or that's not not necessarily but you should be even more hyper aware of what's going on exactly so we must i mean we y'all must diversify diversify your companies like this or is this going to keep happening to you exactly uh, y'all can go through that diversity training and all that but, but, but i don't know if they're required to do that sort of thing but if oh, you yeah, are at starbucks working, mm-hmm if if you are it ain't working yeah they gotta be a place where they just like there has to be someone whose job it is just to jump up these paragraphs to fake re- to fake apologize mm-hmm. um and then people like starbucks h&m prada gucci let's go over there and get the paragraph and right. post it to the instagram i mean because <laughs> I mean, what else could it be y'all sound the same pathetic right and then y'all post to her um we sorry we hurt you no nah, we sorry that you feel this way right <laughs> y'all uh <laughs> sorry that you misjudged what we said wow <laughs> I am flabbergasted. Sorry that you read a two sentence snippet and decided right, to judge sentences. our whole. I'm thing. still on that, right? Because that, that was looking matter. Yeah, that was looking backhanded. Like, well, you didn't read the whole article. Not everybody gonna buy the whole the whole strad just to read an article. Exactly. That it's your job. It is your job to represent your company the way that you that that you want to. And y'all threw her name out there like whatever. But y'all let her in the magazine. Exactly. Y'all printed it. You talking about two? You talking about two sentences? Like like one word doesn't berate our entire people. <sighs> you're annoying what's <sighs> okay mlk moonwalking in his grave right now like he moonwalking in his grave mm-hmm. oh, hold on let me write that down we're recording let me write that down what you say we say are it again for the recording people. it is it say is... it again for the people what Katie Brown, what'd she say oh my now now i gotta edit I all this out you are so listen we just need to make this classically katie podcast and i'll i'll just edit it because what do i have to what what can i even say are you done what can i even say are you done (laughs) this is a shock i don't know why wow all right so I mean, that's the end of our news segment. The Strad is... Tr- I'm not going to... I was just about to say the Strad is trash. Not gonna, but I'm, I'm like, not gonna go I'm not going on record for that. I'm still trying to get a and job. And also, because it's like it's a whole magazine. Y'all just, y'all just made a dumb... Dumb. Just, and the Strad is not trash. Yeah. It's like it's a whole magazine. <laughs> it's getting late. We just throwing around words <laughs> at this point. Because <laughs> they're not trash. But like... They're not trash. Y'all, y'all I mean, but keep ridiculous. on and we can talk. <laughs> Don't do it again. So the Strad don't think before they speak. Katie just whoo, throwing out and gems. And we're moving on. And we're moving on to Black Excellence. <laughs> All 
All right, y'all, we're moving on to Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props, because there's room for everybody at the top. This week, we're talking about Kyle Dixon, my dear friend. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I met Kyle at Gateways two years ago. He was in my quartet. He was playing Ravel. And I swear Kyle did not like me. Like, I don't care what he say. I don't care. Because he'll be like, no, I swear you ain't like me. Because we both have, like, strong personalities. Mm-hmm. So we like, I feel like we do this way. And I'm like, well, I feel like we should do it this way. <laughs> you. Oh, here we go. And he had an attitude. And then, like, literally, like, he had an attitude. I don't care what Kyle say. Because, <laughs> like, would I ever have an attitude with my little me? So then, um, whatever. We figured it out. And... Like, we would just keep keying the rest of the week. Like, he lives in Chicago. I, like, he was at my birthday brunch. Like, I just love Kyle love down. Like, I love you. Know, I love me a good brunch. You annoying. <laughs> that brunch joke. Um, But, yes. So, Kyle, he's from Detroit State. Nope. Um, he went to Winans Academy of Performing Arts and then went to Michigan State University where he studied music ed and violin performance. He then got his master's degree from DePaul in violin performance. Um, his first job leaving Michigan State University was for a uh, director of orchestra at the MLK Education Center Academy. I'm laughing because he's like, black people always got to have long names. <laughs> <laughs> Would I tell you my, my home church? New Mount Calvary, New Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. It's a mouthful. First Church of God Christian Life Center. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> like, shout out, shout out to Pastor Dillard. Um, <laughs> Wait, what did I mean? What? I'm Church of God. Oh, okay. Um, so after leaving DePaul, he got the Chicago Sinfonietta Fellowship. That's what Caitlin has. He, mm-hmm. I think he had that while he was at DePaul. He got the Grant Park Music Festival Fellowship oh, where you do those six weeks in Chicago performing with the Grant Park uh, or- Orchestra. He's also an avid orchestral musician. So he's played with the Rochester Symphony in Michigan, Quad City Symphony, Grant Park Symphony, Lansing, and also, of course, like I said, Gateways. Um, he was a solo at MSU. He soloed with the Undergraduate Chamber Symphony, MSU Concert Orchestra, um, the Detroit Festival Camarada, and most recently, the Chicago Symphony. Yeah, when I saw him up there, just whoa, I was like, Come "Go, Kyle!" Um, he's also a member of the Crossing Borders Piano Trio. So they recently did a, re- a residency in Singapore. This was like back in September. Um, while he was there, he conducted. He was a guest conductor with the University of South Asia. Um, <laughs> Symph- like he just. Does I must a lot. be out here like y'all because I just can't. When I tell you, I'm not keep even up. done. I'm not done. Like. <laughs> 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 Uh, it's those, that's more. Yes. <gasps> How do y'all? Okay. Meanwhile, my resume. First of all, ain't that only twenty four hours a day? First of all, you can write my resume on a napkin. All right. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know them little post it notes, not not regular size, like the the, the little, 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 little one. Yeah, yeah, you can actually. My... You know the ones? It's like to use a tab in your binder. It's like a, just you a little what? strip. You know the thing you get in the fortune cookie? That's what my resume can fit on. Right, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kyle's the director. That means director. Wow, I just forgot you. Done. Did you just get a whole spread? Can we talk about Kyle, please? <laughs> um, Kyle's the music director of the Chicago Soloisti, which is um, his personal orchestra, chamber orchestra in Chicago. They've given master classes at IU South Bend. Shout out to Jason. And <laughs> chamber music, they did a chamber music res- residency recently at Maine West High School. Um, Kyle's an avid teacher, so he's faculty at the new music school. 
Um, and he's also the artist in residence um, at the Hyde Park Youth Symphony. So go ahead, then, go Kyle. ahead, boy. You better be out here. Kyle is just like fantastic. I love his personality. We both like when we, we when we link up, we be like Cal, Katie. You know, this is <laughs> not Cal. <laughs> I cannot say that's a hard word. That's a hard name for me to say, Cal. <laughs> um, but I love you, down Kyle. I'm so proud of you. Um, we'll link Kyle's socials um, in the description box so you can go check him out, see what he's up to because strapping it's a lot um, <laughs> so right just make sure you can keep up so mm-hmm. turn post notica- notifications on or and off depending on your um right you don't, pressure. Want your, you don't want your battery to die because you yes you know just constant, constant notifications winnings, you know coming in you went egypt this week and then yeah, now, now, now you, you in florida and, and they lance the orchestra fellowship on mars and right now. and first violinist on the moon and i just <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes cal go check him out uh we love you down and we are moving on to peace of the week all right so here you go i'm already <laughs> nervous because y'all can't see delaney but just know um so i'm sure those of you that follow us on our instagram account uh saw the famous quote by katie brown about host <laughs> <laughs> who wrote this little ditty um, about some rocks in the sky and now for some reason y'all can't let him go i mean these are the questions i had <laughs> <laughs> well so we, we we started talking about host and we were like what did he write he wrote the planets okay sure right. fine and when you look up what host right they they list all the movements was, separately <laughs> i'm like that don't count that was the most trifling thing i have thing. ever seen you know you know what they look like it looked like when you're trying to get a thousand words and you just start saying the same well he wrote he wrote the plants but yeah but he wrote venus and mars right i was like y'all have got to be playing <laughs> like they did you dirty for host gonna be waiting for y'all <laughs> um and we were like yeah so he wrote that but he also wrote saint paul's suite and um i know you said you had to re-listen to, it, re-listen to it um but I remember St. Paul's because it's one of the first like actual pieces that I played that's like not an arrangement of something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember it. So I, it actually coincidentally, I guess my FBI agent heard us talking about it and he put Probably. it on my recommended in uh, YouTube on YouTube. First time I ever listened to St. Paul's Sweet in a while. So I was just going to listen to one and four, but I listened to the whole thing through. And then when I was listening to the fourth movement, and the green sleeves melody came up out of nowhere. I was like, nah, nah, hold up. Host did that. Okay, I listen again. Cause I do love me a good green sleeves. I'm like, like, I mean, I love it. First of all, the bass part is really good because it's like, we're not just holding it. Like, it is very like, um, I guess we're, we're not holding like a one note drone. Like the, the um, what am I trying to say? Like the harmonic changes are like just really in there. Like y'all, he starts it off all like thin. So the basses are not playing. And then all of a sudden we come boom, boom. Boom. it's just it's just great I'll the, listen, I'll listen it, to it picks up the bottom like it's just so i feel like hosted that i know like okay he didn't write green sleeves or whatever but he used it expert like right like it was just great so the specifically the fourth movement of saint paul suite is what i'm talking about and it has that bass solo it's I'm a so it's lost. a duet with bass and concert master oh yeah it's cute but um yeah at the end but I mean, I'm gonna link the whole the whole suite because I mean, like all the movements are cool or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's, the last movement. it's just I love green sleeves. It's, it's, it's a weakness, but yeah, Saint Paul suite. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Classically Black Podcast. What is the name of our show? Thank you for listening to Classically Black Podcast <laughs> or Linguistically Black Podcast or, or Politically Black but- Podcast. <laughs>
classically black or Blake, depending if you're Delaney podcast. <laughs> oh, forget, oh, wow. Okay. Don't forget to it's follow. It's classically Blake. <laughs> don't forget. Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media <laughs> at classically black podcast. Don't forget to check us out on all social media platforms, all what's this called podcasting platform <laughs> at costume black podcast if you have questions you have intermission ideas if you have episode ideas black excellence most importantly please email them to us at classic black podcast at gmail.com and we will talk to you next week all right bye y'all bye gang gang <laughs> <laughs>